What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is our fellow camp director from Profanity.tv, Mark Sernosa. Hello. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic suggestions, artist suggestions. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and all the things. Check us out. Follow us on the things. You get different content depending on where you go. Mm-hmm. You know, So uh, follow us on all of it. And uh, so we're going to get right into it. This is the camp r- recap episode. Yeah. This is the FOMO episode yep, of sorry. the year. <laughs> yep. Sorry. It's going to happen. Um, Mark is here. We've got a couple things to talk about today. Number one, before we get into it, we just wanted to thank our sponsors Absolutely. one more time uh, yeah. for Dave, sticking with us me, for so have long. Them up and I don't have them up. I'm, I'm terrible. Right, person. right. The thing <laughs> is, everybody stayed on board. The campers stayed on yep. board. The sponsors stayed on board. And yep. that was amazing um, because it was a long long journey it really was you (laughs) know the hardest thing to do was to plan an event during covid you know and as as everyone has seen like with nab just this past week you know they they canceled again canceled and it's like i think us and dash bash is dash bash going on this week or was that last weekend dash bash is this weekend yeah, weekend. so I mean, Search it's like Thursday these are probably right? the only two events that will happen this year, which is great. And yeah. so uh, you will have the the quarter res, I believe. Quarter res, yeah. Quarter res yeah. already did happen, I believe. Oh, oh it, it did, did happen. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, missed it. Gosh, it's been such a blur. It has been. It has been. Yeah, the last the last month or so has just been a, a long run up to camp and mm-hmm. uh, um, a lot of prep for sure. Absolutely. Um, you got the sponsor list I got up him yet? up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, uh, big shout out to all of our sponsors for once sticking with us during the whole COVID situation. I mean, they got a year of, of advertising with us every time we were talking about it. So it helped them out as well, um, I hope. But, you know, uh, thanks to all of our sponsors. They helped keep the ticket prices down. And, you know, we were able to do a lot of really cool stuff like the new tumblers, you know, that we gave out to everyone. And we were able to do like some cool like shirts, like the shirts were a lot better quality this year and stuff like that. And I was really, really happy about it. And we couldn't have done it without all the amazing sponsors Uh First up are our village sponsors, Maxon, Otoy, and Video Copilot. Huge shout out to them. Um, and then our gold sponsors, Minimal Massive, Grayscale Gorilla, and DeFacto Sound. And then our bronze sponsors, A Scripts and School of Motion. So we are incredibly thankful for all of our sponsors. They help they help lighten the burden for us to where we don't have to rely on just ticket sales alone in order to make it a badass you know, event. And so mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. shout out to them and everyone who went, give them a shout out for, uh, uh, making it as awesome as it was. And of course we can't, we can't, uh, we can't, uh, not talk about Beeple and his sponsorship for right. all the many, many good times had yes. thanks to him. He was, uh, Beeple was the, yeah. uh, uh, food and beverage, uh, yeah. sponsor this year. We'll food and beverage. <laughs> yeah. Libations. Mostly, bev- mostly, mostly beverage. beverage, but yes. <laughs> the highest caliber. 
Yeah. So yeah, yes, Beeple was our Spider Lord sponsor. <laughs> yeah. uh, so big shout out yeah. to Beeple for that. Like I, I, I feel like a lot of people had quite a bit more enjoyment because of the additions we were able to add because of him. So thank you yeah. to Beeple. Yeah, and you yeah. know, sticking on the sponsor thing for a second too. You know, what was really cool is outside of the support that they gave us uh, through building the camp and on sale and just all the promotion and everything uh, leading up to camp. Uh, it was also great to have so many sponsors at camp. We had a yeah. huge group from Maxon that we got to hang yeah. out with. Jules from Otoy was there. Yeah. Uh, we had the crew from yep. Minimal Massive there. Some yep. uh, Andy from Grayscale was there. Dallas from Deva- uh, De Facto Sound. So it was yeah. really great to like connect with not only uh, the sponsors for for that portion of of everything, but just hanging out together and uh, yeah. had some great conversations with all of those people and um, just super stoked that they were able to actually come out and enjoy and experience camp for what it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was so interesting seeing some of the, the <laughs> gatherings and the cider Lord. Yeah. That's like a good that. one. I like that's that. That's good. good. Yeah. That's maybe that's what Windbush becomes. There's the legend of Windbush. Oh, now. the See? Spider Lord and the Cider Lord. I like yeah, that. Yeah. All all of these legends come together and then they and then they battle each other like, you yeah. know, Godzilla or something, you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah. All the legends happen. It it's just it's so great. And um let's let's first before we get into some of the things that we did at camp, um Mark, let's talk about you a little bit because you've been on before and stuff, but like, I feel like we're always talking about camp and we're not really talking about like your background. So, so talk about your background and then we'll talk about how we kind of, uh, you know, started working on camp together. Oh yeah, sure. So, um, let's see. Born and raised in Vermont. We'll, we'll go way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but I've always, you know, uh, I grew up snowboarding, skateboarding, you know, lots of sports stuff. Uh, and through that, I started filming um, and editing. And then over time, uh, you know, I went to school actually for art, uh, to like fine art. So I was doing a lot of sketching and painting and sculpting and stuff like that, which is which was really fun and, and great. But my, you know... I really wanted to land in like either a graphic design or video editing, something online. So, or excuse me, on the computer. So I was actually fortunate enough where a few of the journalism teachers at my school allowed me to get into their classes. Um, and that gave me kind of my foundation of learning Premiere, uh, some After Effects stuff at the time. But it really what it was was Flash at the time um and flash websites and you know two keyframes and tween right (laughs) like so yeah um so that was really what started my journey in terms of like creatively on the computer but you know with with my background being in skating and snowboarding and stuff like that it's you know i think a big mentality there is kind of the diy and like i'll just figure out how to do it type thing so when it comes to motion graphics and whatnot, I have zero formal training. It's all been just through online and trying mm-hmm. to figure it out myself. Um, and, you know, through trial and error. And, yeah, uh, let's see. Going back a little bit, too, you know, um, I helped start, like, a, a website for action sports back in the day that 
you know, that has a whole web dev side of me that I am happy to Ooh. put on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and yeah, you know, uh, through that, I, I spent some time out in California in the Lake Tahoe area. And then I, I did move back to Vermont once, uh, I spent some time chasing the snowboard dream out there. Uh, <laughs> came back to Vermont to start the family and, and get married and, and do all that. And by landing back in Vermont, uh, one of the biggest companies, local companies here, is an international sports company uh, called Burton Snowboards. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're familiar with anything in the outdoor industry, you've probably heard of Burton Snowboards before. So. I worked there for many years doing video editing and animation um, and really the only person there doing it. So if you saw any sort of media from Burton from 2010 till uh, maybe a few years back, it came across my desk. So through that, again, it's just the kind of trial by fire, trying to take certain concepts that were being presented to me and figure out how to do it. Yeah. Um, and while I was there, I actually did a f- complete 3D project, uh, project for a new product that was coming out. And I was working with the engineers on the different bindings that were uh, developing and also engineers for the boots. And what was happening was we were making creative and advertisements while that uh, product was still in development. So every few weeks, we'd get an update that something needs to change and doing it all in cinema, I was able to get in, change materials or change locations of logos or whatnot. And I kind of saw the light bulb go off on all these marketing, like the VP of marketing, the creative director, everyone's like, oh my God, this opens up such a, you know, huge door of opportunity for us to do kind of, you know, rapid prototyping and uh, essentially revising any sort of creative assets that we may have. And that Mm -hmm. really came to a head when this specific 3d project um we had made all these full page ads sent them out to the printer and then the engineering team came back and was like whoa 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 we've updated the product since then it does not look like that anymore and like essentially you could hear a pin drop in marketing there um because at burton there's um we essentially had our own in-house marketing studio and agency uh, where we would do all the video stuff, all the web development, all the catalogs, all the print, all the events. Everything was handled in-house. Um, so when we got that feedback, everyone was like kind of, oh, crap. We just sent out full-page ads to all these magazines. Like, how are we going to deal with this? So I was like, actually, no problem. <laughs> so went back to my desk. Two hours later, had a new render. We were able to comp that all together with the designers and sent out a new uh, a, a new revised print ad for all these major publications. So I saw light bulbs go off again of like, holy crap, like this just saved our butt. Yeah. Um, and so it gave me kind of the wherewithal to start exploring this on a, on a, um, a bigger scale. What can I do outside of my, my company? Is there freelance opportunities and, and all that? And so... Over the years, I started freelancing night and weekends, you know, uh, essentially moonlighting. And then uh, Mm -hmm. through that time, I was able to build up a bit of a client list. Uh, I did get recruited away from uh, Burton to do some more 3D product viz stuff at an agency outside of Boston. And 
um, while that agency was great and the people were there, there were just fantastic. Um, the line of work and the works and projects that were being um, landed were more on the explainer video side of things. And obviously um, shops need to mm. pay their bills. And a lot of yeah. times those medical explainer videos do that quite well. So uh, yeah. Uh, it just wasn't for <laughs> yeah. me. And, and they wanted me to, I, I'm still in Vermont. They wanted me to move to Boston and I was down mm. for that if it was the right fit, but it just wasn't the right fit. I didn't want to yeah. uh, uproot the family, sell the house, do, you know, yada, yada. It was a, it was going to be a big undertaking. Mm-hmm. So through that, I decided, you know what? I've been freelancing on the side. Why don't I try this full time? And I had been saving up money for our move, which was no longer happening so that afforded me to have about three months of runway where if i didn't yeah. land any job i would have been fine i could have paid our bills and kind of you know gotten through the the tough times if if you will and um, you need at least that you need yeah at exactly at least that yeah. and you know everyone has their own story with like how they went freelance and if they have and how much money they had saved everyone has a different you know uh <clears throat> position and life situation and all that so um you know everyone's story is different but that that was mine and then um from there when i kind of announced that i was just going to do freelance full-time doing my own thing all of a sudden all these connections i had made through the years started hitting me up um and so you know the power of linkedin just saying hey i'm freelance now uh really helped me kind of start and add to my client list that I had um, been working with uh, beforehand, but just at a bigger scale. Um, and so uh, a few years of that as like a solo freelancer. And then over the last year and a half or two, I've been slowly starting to build my own little studio, which um, mm -hmm. allows me to scale up uh, for any sort of project that does come in. Um, and through various outlets, like the different Slack channels, the different discords and to bring it full circle, Camp MoGraph, I'm, right. I'm <laughs> meeting all these other artists that are either in a similar position, uh, as me or are just, you know, working day rate on certain projects for certain companies. And so that really has helped me expand my now network and allowed me to meet new artists and, and um, new people to work with so mm -hmm. that's essentially where i am now uh about a year ago i started profanity creative which is profanity.tv and mm -hmm. we specialize in doing um kind of 3d product visualization for the outdoor and lifestyle industries um those are the industries that i know well it's products that i use all the time and mm -hmm. uh it's a super honor to be involved in creating the uh, marketing collateral for a lot of these brands and products that are, are launching. So, and yeah. I, I think it was your, I, I, you know, I, I can give a, a, a lot of credit to your background in, you know, like snowboarding and like outdoor adventure type stuff. Like y you were the brainchild for Camp MoGraph, you know, mm. I, I, w I was just a worker bee who saw, <laughs> you know, once you, uh, once you toured the first camp, I was like, all right, I'm all on board. I, I yeah. wasn't sure about it at first, but as soon as you yeah. showed us that first camp, I was like, all right, I'm on full, full, full steam yeah. ahead. Let's do this. You and know? we were talking about that the other day too, because originally I, th I think we were at Half Res. We yeah, were, at we were half all res, staying yeah. in a B and B, and 
chatting about, you know, you were like, wouldn't it be cool if we could just hang out and just just do this? We don't have to go to any events or anything yeah. like that. We're just all hanging and chatting and 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 that's kind of where it started and it's funny now because we're so busy trying to run the event now yeah. <laughs> during the event yeah that, like we don't get that yeah. yeah i mean i'll give you my my perspective on the story too <laughs> which is might be a little bit different but i think you guys will get a kick out of it because essentially yeah i was driving home from maine my wife's from maine and so it's about four hours away from where i currently live or where we currently live and the whole family was sleeping and it was a beautiful fall day. I'm driving through the mountains and, you know, I see this lake with a couple houses on it. I'm like, oh, wow, that would be really cool for, you know, us to rent one of those or maybe two of them if we could get mm-hmm. enough people and kind of have a, a bunch of people get together and go fishing and talk shop and drink some beers and barbecue and stuff like that. And then I think it was maybe a week or two later, we all met up at Half Res and yeah, yeah. we were all staying at the Airbnb and... I think as the night progressed, uh, I was just like, hey, I had this thought. Would you guys want to do this? And all of you mm-hmm. guys were like, yeah, we should. I, I think a lot of people would be into that. I think we yeah. should make that an event. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. you guys want to help? And you're like, yeah. So uh, <laughs> so I think that's essentially how it kind of came to be. It started as like, hey, let's rent an Airbnb for the weekend. And next thing we knew... We were right. renting a camp in Vermont, and there was like seventy yeah. people from all over the world coming. So uh, it was yeah. it was like that first camp. It was it was a little nerve wracking, you know. Yeah. yeah, we didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know go. what to expect. We, you know, yeah. uh, it it didn't it didn't sell it didn't sell out, you know. And right. you know, it, was it new, ended up it ended know? up costing us personally a little bit of money, which it wasn't that bad for as awesome as an event it was. It was totally worth it, you know. Yes. But to it's, basically break even on an event for yeah. the first year is is yeah. pretty good. And but it, it's so funny when we first got there. I remember uh, us taking a tour of the camp, the first camp, and Jeremy, Jeremy was there, and he goes, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And I was like, "It is kind of <laughs> cool, isn't it?" Yeah. yeah, I think people will have a good time. Yeah, yeah. And John I mean, Haley's in the chat. For all, uh, all the camp, all the campers are in the chat. It's awesome. Yeah. For the people that don't know, too, like. Year one of camp was here in Vermont at uh, this camp up in North Hero, which is, as the crow flies, maybe about two or three miles from the Canadian border. So we were way up there, and uh, it was unseasonably cold for that time of year. It was October. We had to buy space heaters. The camp itself is very rustic. Uh, You know, it's a summer camp, so they don't have heat or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And I remember when we first posted about camp and we you know we wanted to be completely transparent of what these cabins looked like and yeah. so we were posting yeah, yeah. pictures and some of the blowback that we had from uh from twitter and from other kind of social platforms a lot of it i think was because the uh the fire, fire Fest. festival yeah yeah, yeah. fire <laughs> festival documentaries had just come yeah. out yeah. And everyone yes. was just like waiting for us to be like the fire i was of very Mograph. worried about that yeah, comparison totally. And yes. like, and maybe it was in some ways, but like the best part was we were all in it together. Like, yeah, even as the directors, we were still sleeping in the freezing. Cold we were still sleeping in the too. cold. Yeah, like, yeah. It 
I but think camps are supposed experience. to be rustic. Yeah, they're supposed. You know, that's like the Firefest thing. wasn't supposed to be rustic. Yeah. so we yeah. had a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, uh, we the the our community is so diverse as it is you know you've got a bunch of people who love the outdoors and you got a bunch of people who don't you know Mm -hmm. and like there's enough people to come to camp you know that are are willing to you know either sacrifice a little bit in order to you know enjoy themselves or Mm -hmm. just love camping and nature as it is you know yeah yeah and i mean we we spend so much time behind a screen whether it's at our desk or in our phone you know in our hand um it if we can take one week and a year to just yeah. like remove that, Disconnect, I yeah. mean, it seems yeah. it seems like it could be a mighty task, but really, <laughs> it's not that bad. And once you leave your phone away and you get rid of the the phantom buzz that yeah. still happens in your right. in your pocket, um, you just get used to it, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I really think that even after camp, I've like. My phone just kind of stays plugged in somewhere. It, mm-hmm. I've really been consciously trying to just not have it on me at all yeah. times. Yeah. Was it yeah. James? I think James posted on Twitter, you know, the picture of everyone at the fireside chat. Yeah. He said, how many, how many times have you seen, you know, a crowd, not, not a single person on their cell phone? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's cool. That's yeah. real cool. I yeah. think I posted one on stories. It's mm-hmm. just, there was no cell phone reception, no Wi-Fi down there. Yeah. Nothing. And so everybody is just eyes forward. And yeah. it's just it was something cool. you don't see anymore. Yeah. yeah. It was very cool. I thought, uh, going back to, to what we were talking about earlier, I think it was funny because when we left Chicago after having that conversation, Matt and I were actually on our way to Iceland. So, oh, right. so we're we're yeah, driving yeah, yeah. like through the south coast, and we have to stop because there's a huge flock of sheep going across <laughs> the road, and 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 he gets this text, and it's like a design for the Camp Mograph logo. He's like, "Oh, check this out!" I'm like, "Man, this is happening quick." Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and and I think some people get, I I think people don't understand the relationship. So so basically, um, Mograph. Uh, and your and profanity basically are are the two our t- two companies come together to form Camp Mograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then we have the directors. So I, you know, a lot of people are unfamiliar with the structure of that whole thing. Right. So I wanted to make sure everybody understood. So oh yeah, um, there's the two of y'all that have been doing most of the planning along yeah. with Julie, yeah. who um, Julie, has been doing yeah. all the alcohol we done it flights, yeah. all that. Yeah. And and we make up the directors. I only kind of showed up at the like the last month or two to do <laughs> what I could to with the database. In at the last like <laughs> yeah. last little bit, I'm the data nerd anyway. So I'll yeah. just come in and do the well, database. And, and also, yeah. I mean, like even from year one, like year two would not have been as successful as it was if it hadn't been for year one and everything we had learned and everyone yeah. who had contributed at that. Stage two again. Mm-hmm. Julie import was very important year one. Liam mm-hmm. was very important year yep. one, and I think we we ended up getting through a lot of uh, wrinkles. Essentially, yeah. we had to like yeah. iron stuff out just to see if this would work. Because year one was almost just proof of concept, right? Like, right. okay, wow, someone will pay money to go do this. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know, even though two point year two was really year two it it felt like all right this was really the first official camp in a way yeah you know and like, we, yeah. we all kind of had our things that we were good at too that we brought to the yeah. table for it and mm-hmm. and 
there's oh, yeah. such a great for me like a sense of satisfaction when like in in doing it like it's for me it's not about attending although i would like a little more time to attend and and just chill uh you know and uh we're we're working on that for all of us but um there's i don't know there there was something for me when i got back i could not stop thinking about it i'm sure everybody else joe i saw and a bunch of other people in the chat are saying you know the same thing can't stop thinking about it mm-hmm. just can't stop thinking about it i've dreamt and, about um, it twice this week <laughs> yeah it's just like i get such a amazing feeling of satisfaction of having done the event and 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 we all worked and together and we did our things and we made it happen and coming back and it was successful like I don't feel that when I do a render. Like I like right. doing a render, <laughs> but it that sense of like accomplishment that it actually happened, especially <laughs> right now, yeah. you know, um, it just it feels amazing and like it feels like a calling. It's like okay, I just want to do this now. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't, and, I don't want to render anymore. You know, well, and and for the people that don't know, I mean, this is essentially our personal project. <laughs> it is. Right. Yeah, I yeah. love I love that you said that on the like when we were like. Are, are welcoming all the campers and stuff at our first dinner or whatever and you said welcome to our personal project and it's like that is 100% what it is yeah. we were not yeah. doing short films this is our personal project yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's you know it's hard enough to put something on like this mm-hmm. as is throw a, yeah. a fucking worldwide pandemic in it like, right. <laughs> it complicates things but yeah. you know Big ups to Camp Collins, uh, where we hosted this mm-hmm. year's event, um, and all the staff there. They had, you know, we were in touch with them quite a bit about all the protocols, how we were going to be able to keep the um, mm-hmm. the camp safe, and essentially yeah. we were able to ask for, you know, proof of vaccination or a, a, a negative test negative within test, a, yeah. a, a small window right before camp, and that allowed us to kind of create this safe space at camp that we it- knew. We were kind of on our own little island, yeah. and, it, and it, I think it, was it gave amazing a lot of people, how comfortable like, it felt. It allowed yeah. everyone it, to kind of yeah. take a deep breath and just relax. Mm-hmm. And we also provided bracelets, which was cool. I'm still rocking mm-hmm. mine. I got mine right here. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, oh, oh, hey, yeah, I still got mine oh on, my actually. Gosh, yeah. So we had yeah. red, yellow, and green, mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah. and that was just a really nice, discreet way of saying, like, green, Give me a hug. Yellow, yeah. let's do a elbow bump or yeah. or ask, right? And then yeah. red, just keep your distance. But it was just nice because you didn't have to, you know, start off your conversation like that. You could kind of just eye their bracelet and yeah. be like, all right, and cool. you knew, like, you knew I'll instantly. Give you a hug or there wasn't there wasn't any of the politics or anything based off your bracelet choice. You didn't have to talk about anything. It was just, you know, I'm yellow. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Yeah. You know, and, let's and do that it. was a, a conscious thing that we tried to do as well. And even Matthias mentioned this at the uh, the kind of welcome dinner was just like, there's so much drama and there's so much politics and just everything mm-hmm. that's happening in the world nowadays. Like, let's just forget about that for a few days and just like not even talk yeah. about it. And I'm, I'm really proud and happy that everyone there really took that to heart. Yeah. And I mean, there was a few like little side conversations that, you know, I had and whatnot of, you know, it is what it is, but like nothing, that was not a jumping off point for all the discussions or anything like that. So it yeah. was just really great and refreshing to have, I don't know, or just to feel more normal now, you know, right. it, it, even right. if it was for that yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah. We got um, great feedback on those and, and Anthony Abbott actually sent us something and, and 
part of the email said, you know, I think it was the magic in between where people weren't forced to segregate or judge based off personal or medical decisions. This is regarding the bracelets. Mm-hmm. Right. And still being able to express their comfort levels in a respectful way. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I think originally we were talking about, uh, could it be a pin or what, what yeah. would that be? But then the pin, you have to take it off and put yeah. on your clothes each day. Yeah. You know, so that just felt so great. And um, it just feels like a great solution. I feel, I feel like other people need to adopt this. Yeah, was, and, and checking really in, was. everybody, we, we check in and we tell them what it was, and they're like, "Can I use this like everywhere in real life?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, totally so, million dollar idea. Well, right and, there. and you know, <laughs> kind of in that same realm too. Camp is, you know, we we as directors can plan so much, right? We, you know, yeah. we we try to think of everything. We try to think of how certain things are going to play out. We do our best for that, but. We can't think of everything. And, you know, certain things that do come up, like, we can handle relatively easily. Or, you know, what I'm trying to say, too, is, like, what camp is and was is the sum of all parts. Mm-hmm. Everyone there is what made camp right. what it was. You Absolutely. know, um, we could have had some big different opinions about, I don't know, politics or whatever that could have just yeah. spoiled camp, right? Yeah. Or spoiled it for some. Um and, and keeping that off the table and just making sure everyone was kind of in this together, that's what makes camp what it is. And I think that's the ultimate goal for us is, again, building community and giving people an excuse to get outside, have a good time and just chill and disconnect. Absolutely. It's like my happy place. Like, like <laughs> I keep going back to it in that way. And it, I don't know if you ever experienced this, but like growing up, there were certain there were certain times when I would like uh, I I don't know I don't know if it's new experiences or whatever it was but like say you go to a school dance right or you go to like a football game on a you know October night and it's you know you're young you're hanging out with friends this is kind of your first experience and then you go home and and I don't know maybe it's just me but it kind of runs through your head the moments mm-hmm. in the night run through your head maybe you're mm-hmm. drifting off to sleep you can still hear the voices and things. That's kind of how I feel, like, um, like maybe because it was such a fresh, new experience, you know? Yeah. Every day, for the most part, when we're in quarantine, we're just going through the same motions, and it yeah. was such a, a completely different thing. Like, your day was completely different than anything you would do at home, and that's not something you get to experience much these days. Yeah. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of creativity, I think, coming out of people... Um, that were at camp, you know, yeah. I'm looking on social media, I'm looking at Instagram and things, and I feel like I'm, I'm seeing some of those people posting work that it looks like they're refreshed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think what would be, what would mean a successful camp for us is not selling out, is not getting all these sponsors, is not, you know, right. any of that kind of like level one stuff. It is... Gosh, I love that picture. It's the stuff that gets deeper, <laughs> and it, it's like when we're walking the camp in between mm-hmm. classes or workshops, and you mm-hmm. see little breakout conversations happening, mm-hmm. or, or people yep. playing cornhole for the first time, right? Yeah. And like hanging out right. together. It's like those are the <laughs> moments. That's what makes a successful camp, at least in my eyes, and I'm sure for you both too. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. that community building, you know. And w- I think we're fortunate enough that the motion graphics community already is very um, big and vibrant and mm-hmm. and we're lucky to have people 
want to continue that and, yeah. and essentially, you know, keep building it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I I I said that I've said this I said this numerous times at camps at camp, but my favorite time is when there's so much to do like right at the beginning and getting everyone checked in that Thursday, you know? Yeah. And then Friday, once people go off to the workshops, it's like the chance for us as directors to finally just say, all That's right. That's when it's quiet. Now pass it on to <laughs> yeah. the workshop instructors. Right. It's up to them to teach now. And, you know, we get to finally breathe. And it's like, we get to look around yeah. and say, okay, we did this. You know, this is great. Right. I love that picture. <laughs> yeah. A little animated beer there. Well, and I'll, I'll say this too. Like, you know, camp, we keep camp small, right? Uh-huh. Like, they're, yeah. you know, we could have sold 300 tickets to this thing. We I'm easily, this yes. Year, you oh, know? yeah. Yes. And limiting it to 100 campers plus about 25 staff yeah. um, is kind of that sweet spot and allows you to, like, mm-hmm. essentially meet everyone there. And have yeah. good conversations. I think yeah, as right. that crowd gets bigger, uh, it it you start to lose that intimacy. Yeah, and you right. start you don't you, get you to can meet start having those little clicks. And you you know yeah. if you go with a few friends, you might just stay in that group because it's comfortable. But being small, a, a small total group, um, I think it allows everyone to feel a little bit more comfortable and just, you know, kind of put the guard down for a bit. Or at least, you know, yeah. if you're very introverted, a group of 100 people might seem very overwhelming. Um, and mm-hmm. then as you break that into smaller groups through the workshops yeah. and just the little side conversations, all of a sudden you've met everyone because you've had, you know, 50 two-on-two conversations or something. Um, yeah. It, it does kind worry. of feel like a wedding at times. Like, you, you, yeah. you don't get to talk to everybody. It just for maybe two or three minutes, some people that you haven't seen in a while and something comes up or you got to go do something or whatever, or there's mm-hmm. a class to get to. There's just so many people, even with the small amount of people we had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was worried. Yeah. I was worried, you know, so our first camp, we had about 70 people, you know, give or take a few. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was worried that basically doubling that amount was right. going to, you know, we are going to lose that same camp feeling. But I feel like Camp Collins, you know, was a perfect place where it was big enough for all of us to be able to hang out and still it, it still keep that going, you know? Yeah. And I think it was the sweet spot. The amount of people that we had was a sweet spot. Yeah. 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 Well, well by what, the way, sorry, while I'm thinking of it, just we yeah. need to thank uh, Jags for that amazing video at the beginning yeah. of the show, by the way. If, if It'll be in the show notes yes. if you hadn't seen it. But I, I didn't want to forget to, to thank him for doing that. He's he's going to be working with us on a lot more video stuff uh, for camp moving forward. So Yeah, we had some yeah. awesome campers show up this year with some video gear and whatnot and, yeah. and shooting yeah. some yeah. stuff. Jags was one of them. Nick Donlin was the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there was a few others, but... Um, and it's just great to see the media come out of it. I mean, we consciously don't videotape yeah. the workshops and the fireside chats and all that yeah. because, you know, it, that's something that stays special at camp. Yeah. Um, but if someone but, so happens br- to bring their camera and record it and someone places it on Vimeo <laughs> or something, I mean, we can't help that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean you I might get clips should... and whatnot, but, yeah. you know, it's not like we record the whole thing as a yeah, presentation. Right. Exactly. You know, that's, yeah. 
because the way I was equating it to uh, to others was that you know you could go to a concert and then you can watch that same concert on YouTube and it's gonna it's have a completely same. different feel. No way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we want to keep it, you know, at at the concert at camp. Um, and I think a lot of people, uh, you know, enjoy that. And and one thing I w- was gonna mention about all the campers was that. I think everyone really embraced the whole vibe of it. Like everyone was so friendly asking if they can help with anything. I, yeah. You yeah. know, it, it was, you know, even though we're the camp directors, I mean, it, it really is a team effort. I mean, there's peop- campers that are like, hey, do you need help bringing this over this table here or that? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think you you almost start getting that like family vibe of of everyone feeling comfortable and like just excited to be outside and maybe it's just the fresh air or whatnot Mm -hmm. but it's it just feels like rejuvenating for people i think and uh and honestly not to get too heady with it but it is kind of like human tribal nature right to like gather together around Mm -hmm. like-minded individuals and and just talk and enjoy each other's company so i think we've tapped into that and i hope we can continue doing that for years to come yeah i mean getting outside being active you know getting that vitamin d you know right and it's like how often do we actually get to do that it's awesome totally Totally. it was amazing how silent it was down by the campfire yeah just not even yeah. the Wi-Fi. There was great Wi-Fi it's, it's, except so, down there. And it was that really was funny. What so kind of made it cool. The first night uh, uh, with Austin Shaw's, and so uh, unfortunately Ryan Summers wasn't able to make it as the MC and stuff. Um, yeah. He had some family stuff. He had to stay at home. And as much as that sucked, not having you know uh, uh, one person to MC the entire thing, it added a bit of. Uh, interest to it because we were able to find a different MC every night you know uh, Aaron Sarofsky came mm-hmm. uh, to come and hang out at camp which was awesome to have her there you know because she you know she it, it's almost like she she ended the last camp and then started the, this camp you yeah. know because <laughs> Funny, she was our MC yeah. with Austin and what was so cool was that uh we didn't have a PA down there, you know, because we, I mean, they were both projecting really well. I was sitting in the back and I could hear them just fine, you know, but then we brought in a PA the second night for Hazel and it worked well. But you know what? We were able to hear Austin and Aaron talking the entire time because every, it was so it was quiet. So Other silent. than the, the planes Airplanes. coming over. Yeah. A- yeah. Apparently Camp Collins is in the flight path to yes, uh, it is. PA, yeah. so... <laughs> But yeah. a few minutes. But it was it was cool. It added some interest to it, you know. So yeah. Aaron got to interview Austin, and then Matthias got to interview uh, Hazel, and then me and Ash Thorpe got up on stage, and we talked to Mike, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was it was great, you know. It added a lot of uh, uh, interesting flavor to it that yeah. we weren't expecting, you know. And it was yeah. it was cool because of that. Well, with that being said, too, do you, do we want to talk a little bit about the fireside chats? I mean, they were yeah, we should. They yeah. were they were so good. Like it, it was, I felt like it was such a good uh, mixture of people 
you know, mm-hmm. like Austin and his background in education and stuff like that. And then Hazel, you know, doing uh, 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 titles and stuff like that had that background. And then Beeple and the whole NFT space. It was such a, a, a wide range of people all in the same industry, but doing different things. It was great to hear everyone's every, everyone's, you know, uh, uh, chat on it. Yeah. And, you know, it's also interesting, too, um, putting some of these people up on a stage that doesn't have a screen to present. I, I feel yeah. like sometimes that's, so, you mm-hmm. know, that's something they can hide behind and, mm-hmm. and kind of you, you can have a presentation uh, somewhat locked and you kind of go through the motions and you get through it. But having it totally kind of unscripted uh, and more of a, a discussion, um, I think, adds a lot of value to everyone who can see that um and it's it's just way more raw and and, uh i don't know humanizing in a way and like there's certain moments of like awkwardness and you're like okay like this makes me awkward i wonder (laughs) if they're awkward too but then it's very uh it's very just um vulnerable right like yeah (laughs) <laughs> just those awkward moments of trying to think of like, why did I do this? Or, or, you know, what is your thought about X topic and just having to sit there and think and mm-hmm. everyone, you know, not just having that automatic answer that you can just say, and, you know, I feel like the level, the, the fireside chats were able to get a bit deeper than just mm-hmm. that yeah. surface level that we hear from a lot of, uh, other presentations these days, you know? Yeah. Um, and, so I and think that's the, really the cool. people watching and you know, I got to give, I got to give y'all a huge shout out for the lighting at, 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 that worked at way the Fireside Champ. I think than we Fireside thought Chats. it would. I can't even believe how beautiful that ended up. It like I had perfect. my doubts hardcore when y'all are like, yeah, let's just buy some of these outdoor lights and stuff. Yeah, but like flickery lights, it was gorgeous. It I, like, it vibes. was so much better than like if we were to just do like fire you know yeah like, right it, it, it ended it up a, looking really good and for those who haven't seen it too uh or any photos of it um camp collins has all these awesome old trees that have like mm-hmm. moss dangling yeah. down yeah. and like it looks like an ewok's about to jump out you at, yeah. out at you at some yeah. point um but we bought these led lights that are rgb and controlled by the phone and we plugged Mm -hmm. them in shot them straight up the trees and it just illuminated everything and it it uh (laughs) worked it was such a walk (laughs) like going up and down like i took all the the lights down there we set them up and then it said found eight lights and then it wouldn't add them and i'm like i bought bluetooth because i knew there wouldn't be wi-fi yeah i realized they had to be connected via wi-fi just the first time that you set them up mm. so i had to unplug all of them and walk all the way back up that thing and hook them up via wi-fi internet and then come back downstairs and put them all back <laughs> that walk was a walk yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, like advice for anyone going going to a future camp and I kicked myself because I totally forgot about this the first time. Don't wear Converse. Like <laughs> my oh, feet finally started feeling better yesterday <laughs> for the first time. Like I I was I was I was in a lot of pain because of all the uh the mulch, walking on the mulch yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you need that gold bond too, dude. Right. 
It's yeah, and the hill that sure. went up and down from the, the fireside will yeah. get you get those glutes working. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I heard. I heard Windbush. I heard Windbush. Uh, uh, yeah. Pulled twenty kegs up that hill. Mm-hmm. In you know, one arm. Snowing. Simulti- simultaneously fighting off a uh, pack of rabid wolves. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. I'm pretty sure David Brodeur told me it was all in his left hand too. Okay, that sounds yeah. about yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. because he was he was saving me from the bear with the right hand. Okay, right. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah, right. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, it, thank yeah. goodness for Winbush because uh, you know he saved camp. On I mean, saved camp. It, yeah, yeah, it wasn't a hill. It was a mountain. Yeah, it was a mountain. That's true. that's for true. Snow snow drifts <laughs> over his head. Right. We did the interviews with everybody and asked everybody to get their story on uh, the legend of Windbush. So legend at some point we'll have a, a supercut <laughs> of that. We'll fun. have to That's awesome. get all the footage together. If you if you have uh, footage, let us know because we love to share. And um, a lot of people, I think, were asking about the uh, Discord. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think some people are still looking to get in that. I. It, it's if, there, right? It's we're, there. We're, good. we're all set. We're we're making it exclusive to you know former campers, camp, uh, former right. campers. So if you went right. to camp and you want to get in, just let us know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a. Mm. It was a hard. Well, I, I don't want to say hard, but we kind of had a discussion about it. There's so many slacks and so many discords, yeah. and like what yeah. makes this one different than the others. And I, we kind of just resorted to the fact that if we keep it staff and alumni from previous camps, like yeah. then it allows us to have some more, you know, maybe authentic conversations, or it keeps yeah. that right. community its own community, um, and we can have inside jokes or whatever. So, um, yeah, and it might not be like active all the time, but I imagine between, you know, when camps are approaching and after camps, it'll be very active, you know, different points of the year. Right. You know, it's not, uh, yeah. And, and it's a great place for us to share and get feedback and all of that. Um, I also wanted to just to thank, of course, the, the speakers, but, the. Um, the instructors, they did such a great job putting yeah, their classes really together. That's yes. all them, you know. Um, st- I-, I was not able to sit in every class, and I, yeah. I wish I could have because um, I, I was heard able some to really sample great about three of them, you know, before I was needed, yeah. you know, or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. The, the uh, uh, Caitlin's producing workshop was incredible. Like, it's, it, I felt like, Watching that was like reading um, the Freelance Manifesto, where I'm like, okay, mm. I'm doing some of this correct, you know? Right, right. This is how I can up my game quite a bit, you know? And it's yeah. like, it was it was invaluable. Her, yeah, and we I also mean, yeah. and to go so, through them, um, like Matthew Encino was there, and he did a mm-hmm. great creative mm-hmm. direction class that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, will probably change the way I work now. Uh, just uh, essentially like. I don't know, just thinking deeper on on things and um, really dissecting the issues and imagery and what a creative brief may uh, present mm-hmm. to you. Um, Satine was there again doing a phenomenal storytelling workshop. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a rehash from year one, but since we had so many new um, campers this year, I think a lot of people uh, really enjoyed that. And shout out to Satine and Jameson who Jameson. came as well. Yeah. And, who is oh, not part of the MoGraph community or motion right. graphics or anything, but uh-huh. he was just totally, totally immersed in, and like, involved and like 
it was definitely cool. embodied the spirit of camp. And I'm sure everyone there uh, would agree, especially when you heard his voice echoing from the giant swing as he was swinging. <laughs> Should I show it? Camp yeah, show it. Show, show, show it. Should I show oh, it? Yeah, All right, hold it. on. Well, it is. I saw it on the plane, and I literally LOL'd on the plane. And everyone's looking at me. <laughs> it's so oh good. man, I saw it at like two o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Uh, here, here we go. So this was the giant swing that uh, yeah Ken Collins had, which I think you got hauled did, up about a hundred feet into the air. Yeah. Did either of you do it? I didn't get a chance yeah, the, to do it. Oh, it was incredible. Here, it was hold, so much fun. The audio's going to the stream. Here, I'll, I'll let it play out for everybody. We're going all the way. All the way, folks. Here it is. So, when this thing goes, I'm going to go flying into space. Here we go. Holding on tight. All right. That is as high as it possibly can go. Everyone, thank you so much. And here we are. Woo! I love you, Satine! Woo! Yeah! That's right! Camp Mograf, everybody! Woo! Camp Mograf! Woo! So good. Oh, man. It was so great. That that swing was so much fun. Like, I I really wimped out, and I didn't go all the way to the top. But I, once it got high enough, I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. But then every single person after me went all the way up to the top. <laughs> and it was like, ah, all right. But, man, it was it was so much fun. Yeah, that the facilities thing, were great. Yeah. Um, and, and just hit, touching on the other workshops, too, Naki Din mm-hmm. was there doing art direction. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really cool uh, cl- uh, workshop where uh, essentially you were creating, um, like, 3D paper uh, models. Yeah, dioramas, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, And that was really cool. And just hearing her process with art direction and all that. Um, And then we had James Ramirez teaching typography, essentially through graffiti, which which was Mm -hmm. awesome. Was super rad because I've always been into graffiti for like a very long time. And it was really rad to see other people sit in that class and listen to James how he was like dissecting a letter like an A like you have this stem and this stem and yeah. then you have the crossbar and in the serifs and all right you start with that and then take that and expand on a little bit now make this you know serif super long or whatnot and just seeing people kind of processing that and then all of a sudden it's like oh that's graffiti mm-hmm. essentially just making letters super designy essentially yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it was i think it was billy who was talking about who posted on twitter or something about now he's looking at all this graffiti and trying to look for the patterns in each of the letters and stuff like that it's really cool yeah it was it was very cool to see people's like kind of light bulbs go off <laughs> in, in that in that <laughs> respect um but then yeah and then clinton jones um oh, holy man, cow that was so cool yeah. What a what a uh, what a class he did a surface imperfection class where yeah. essentially we had what inks and chalks and paints yeah. and powders and all this stuff and with these really large cardboard or like heavy paper stock that yeah. you would just make all these imperfections with steel brushes and all these different kind of uh, art tools essentially yeah. to make imperfections um, and then you photograph that and 
learned how to kind of process that to use in your work, whether it is, you know, a displacement map, bump map, roughness map, whatever, uh, or mm-hmm. even lending it to a 2D uh, situation where it might, maybe it's just a subtle texture kind of sitting in the background. Um, yeah. But everyone I saw there was like really into it and creating yeah. and getting their hands dirty. And I think uh, that was really cool to integrate how you would actually use these pieces into your work uh, when you right. got home. And I, I love the uh, when you walk in to the mm-hmm. class that mm-hmm. he has you step on a piece of paper. So once the class starts, everybody's footprints are there. Yeah. On that. On it's that a really piece. cool. That that's cool. a really cool surface imperfection. Yeah. And, and his, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think he's putting them together or he's going to put them all somewhere so that we can all download them. Uh, same yeah. with uh, 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 Sanctus. Uh, yep. for their audio uh, audio workshop uh, they're gonna they're going to be t- taking all of them you know yeah. at some point they I, I think he said they were hoping to have it by October or whatever where they take all the sounds and then put them out uh, using a Creative Commons license so that anyone can use them which would be awesome yeah so just to give a little uh, all the listeners a, a little background on that too uh, some of these classes, you know, we created assets. So what we want to mm-hmm. do is take, pool all those assets together and give them away to the campers that were there and help make them. Uh, we're going to do that with the surface imperfections. And then uh, Wes and the team at Sanctus uh, mm-hmm. did a whole kind of sound design for motion class where they kind of went through their process a little bit um, on how they sound design things. But then they took a spot that was originally made by Oddfellows and we watched the original spot, but then we went all around camp with these little hand recorders and field recorders, mm-hmm. recording our own sounds, and then taking that and re-sound designing the Oddfellows yeah. spot. So that yeah. was a really cool kind of full awesome. circle class. And then through that class, too, we generated all of this kind of foley and just you know natural sound effects that will be packaged up for... Um, for the campers that were there. Um, and I believe Wes also said that he might try to make like a beat or something with yeah. all the found sounds. So I, cool. he was saying That'd that be might cool. be a fun little side project for them to do, but yeah, big ups to Wes, uh, and Jake, and I'm forgetting everyone else. The whole name team, now. the whole from, team at Sanctus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, people who embody the camp vibe, their team was always smiling, high five in, mm-hmm virtual high five el- yeah. high elbows um yeah just it was awesome to have them at camp and we're really so was. stoked that they jumped on board this year uh with yeah. us and then we've touched on caitlin's producing class but man if you could ever hear her talk or work with her she is a beast she knows her shit and i think somehow she's got to make that workshop into a an online class because it would be phenomenal yeah, totally agree totally <laughs> yeah. agree we're already talking and to her. We're already talking to her. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send 3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, 
Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. We touched on the fireside chats a little bit as well. Um, and I don't know, I just thought it was really interesting with the diverse panel in, in terms of work. Uh, you know, we had, from title sequences to to education to NFTs with, with mm-hmm. people. Like, we had a nice mix of... of topics and like i said i think we got a bit deeper like if i'm being you know completely honest i was like oh no people we're just going to get a bunch of like fart jokes and stuff you know right right whatever and and the fact that ash wanted to hop up too uh to help kind of co-host and moderate the chat Mm -hmm. was great but i didn't give him a choice i told him he had to (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like we got like some really good honest answers and i think it Mm might have been dave Mm -hmm. who asked like like Mike, how does how has this new rain fame like how is it affecting your family? You know, and yeah. like getting mm-hmm. a little bit more personal and not just like Exactly. How cool is the NFT yeah. space and all what that? What is like, an NFT? Please explain. We're excited to us. about this yeah. space because yeah. yeah. So it was really cool to have a nice mix of things and and what blew my freaking mind was Hazel left camp early in the morning and flew mm-hmm. to like the Emmys and went yeah, to right. like the the award show and I was like Talk about a juxtaposition there. Um, right. Yeah. But, you know, it's just amazing that our little event can uh, attract and, and hold such great talent and people resonate with it. And, yeah. you know, we give everyone a name tag. And yeah. for the most part, everyone just wrote their first name on it. So yeah. you might yeah. be talking to Hazel not even knowing who she is. You're just talking yeah. about life and isn't this great? Or maybe you're waiting in line for the ropes course or whatever it may be. So, just, I, I think humanizing everything in an age where you can pull out your phone and essentially look up everyone's bio and have mm-hmm. a read on right. them in you know yeah. ten seconds. Yeah. It was really refreshing. So, I, yeah. I I thought it was really funny when when Mike first back. got to camp. He said uh, he said to me, he goes, "This is a bit more campy than I was expecting." <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, "Okay, yeah, okay. I don't know what you expected, but all right." You know, because the cabins were a whole lot nicer this year and stuff. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was it was it was a very nice camp. You yeah. know, which no, is we, be, we lucked out with but, that. And it, didn't Mike but, say something to you or or Dave just about yes. like how crazy his life's been and whatever? So like at the end, you know, you know, it's it's funny seeing people first come in and be not sure about it. You know, like Mike was, and then by the end, he's like, "This is exactly what I needed." You know. Yeah. I just needed to get away and this was cool. You guys have done a great event and it's, it's very cool to hear that positive feedback, you know, from an event that we put on like this. Yeah. And I mean, being able to wake up and not hear like city noise or for me, kids banging on the walls and stuff, you know, like (laughs) you, you heard the birds chirping and you know, the river running next to camp. It like, yeah. I don't know. I not to hardest part is waking up at two thirty a.m. when you have to pee and you got to walk across to the 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 restrooms. (laughs) (laughs) 
um but yeah it, it was i'll be just right back overall great and <laughs> very fortunate to have uh just taking turns everyone who showed up be there for the right reasons and be present and really embrace what camp was all about so thanks to everyone who showed up yeah much appreciated and, we'll and do to again. everybody who like helped us with stuff too either yeah. either volunteered or or was was uh you know a, a counselor and all the things like i mean pickle nick jeremy joe uh scott uh ej even ej got his license for the um for the alcohol so yeah, for the that beer was tasting fun. and stuff yeah. i mean yeah, yeah it is uh it's quite a feat to get people who don't read emails actually on <laughs> t- <laughs> into an event space and helping put it all on and taking responsibility yeah. in certain ways. And I mean, yeah. even as, you know, um, David who brought all the uh, prints for the free table, uh, that was awesome. And shout outs to Elizabeth Grigg for um, kind of putting that idea out there of like hey let's put a free table out like people mm-hmm. brought pins uh neil brought those little uh wooden wood things um, yeah like ornament the looking laser things that etched, i turned into yeah. a necklace that i'm hyped on <laughs> uh and then yeah i mean like that guy burton who was there who does like projection mapping yeah helped us with all the of a sudden we're that was now fun. projection mapping logo up onto the building before the fireside yeah. chat is I don't know. It just happened so organically, and everyone's like, "Oh, I can do this. I can lend a hand with that." Or yeah, it was just so good. That's awesome. Yeah. Now we got to plan. Now we got to plan the next one. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, stay tuned. And um, yeah, as soon as Matt gets back, we'll do the drop here. And yeah, got a hard out. You know, I'll just I'll give you just a little bit more personal info from from my perspective. Like, um, I just lost my train of thought. How's that <laughs> for perspective? <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, I know that you and I were sitting there like the last night or after it was over, like we were back at our Airbnb before we did our flight and we were talking a lot about it. And I, I just, uh, was commenting on, if you've seen the social dilemma on Netflix, it's a, um, it's a good documentary, and it's just talking about how other things in history that man has invented, like, let's say, a hammer, a screwdriver, uh, um, a bike, you know, whatever it is. Even, even when it comes to a camera or something, right, it's like it's always been a tool. It's a tool to do something. And with the phone, it's more than a tool. It, it becomes like this necessity, and it can just be a tool. If mm-hmm. you want it to be mm-hmm. to do things, so like when you're at camp, it's like okay, I'm not sitting here just scrolling my phone like a zombie. I'm gonna open my phone. I'm gonna post a picture on my Instagram of the fun I'm having at camp, and then I'm done and I close it, and and that's it. And I'll check it back later. You weren't like just sitting there waiting for people to like it or whatever. It's it's you know it made your phone become a tool again. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a necessity. You know, you well, just and, and the fact that like it. you had to go work. To try to find Wi-Fi at like one of the buildings, yeah. it wasn't just there, you know. Right. Uh, I think even just that little pause of a moment that you're like, "Eh, I'm not going to post anything. I don't want to walk all the way over and blah blah blah." Exactly. Uh, I, I think that's great, and I actually had an awesome conversation with uh, Dallas um, from DeFacto Sound, and mm-hmm. he was saying that this was the most time he had been away from his phone in over ten years. Yeah, because he's like, I just didn't get service, 
and I just left it in my bunk. And, you know, I'll bring it out once a day to see if anyone needs anything. But, like, this is the the reset that I kind of needed. And that's where we started having a conversation about, like, the phantom buzzings and vibrations yeah. in the pocket. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I get those. And he was like, I get those. And then ooh, Gustav from uh, Botch Design was like, oh, I get those too. And we're like, okay, yeah. there's got to be something wrong if we're all having this, like... <laughs> Phantom like buzz. Phantom buzz in our pocket there. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it was so great. It was so great. I needed it. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if mm-hmm. anyone talked about uh, Elizabeth, uh, uh, her idea for the free table. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked, talked about, about it. Oh, okay, dang. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but so many people contributed to it. Like we had enamel pins. We had, um, uh-huh. I think Blake dropped off a Me- bunch of enamel, enamel yeah. pins. Yeah, Melomograph did all of his prints yeah. and stuff all the like prints. that. That was that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a tradition that will probably keep going now. I uh, I do love that idea. You know, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, let's see. yeah, I'm I still lost my train of thought, but um, <laughs> anyway, it'll come back. Yeah. Well, are we ready to do the drop? Let's uh, do it. Sure. You have your notes and your things somewhere. Anything yeah. else? Anything else about camp before we go into this? Uh, we have already started looking at Camp Mograph 2023. You know, mm-hmm. we've got a couple different locations waiting on quotes and stuff back, you know. Uh, but uh, we'll keep everyone up to date on uh, anything. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be like, I, one thing that I love about changing locations versus doing it in the same place is that it, while it is difficult trying to find a new place you know like especially one because you've got to you've got to get it there's this sweet spot right where it's not too rustic and it's not too fancy you know mm-hmm. yeah and it's like close it's not to too far airport. from the airport close, yeah. yeah close to the airport and like the biggest things that uh our our biggest takeaways from this as camp directors was you know uh we need we need someone to run the shuttle for us and we need someone to serve alcohol you know because mm-hmm. that was you know those were the two big things that took us away from having to you know being yeah. able to spend time with people and stuff like that yeah but mm, yeah. uh yeah, we'll 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 probably change those up next year. So yeah, but you know, there's there's a, a sweet spot. You know, there's a real sweet spot between uh, uh, what what we're looking for in the camps, and you know, we've we found a couple that are really nice. Uh, we're just waiting on quotes, and then we'll probably go check them out, and then maybe announce something soon. So yeah, and it's knows? funny yeah. now that we're looking for other camps and stuff. We're like, oh, this camp's sweet. Oh wait, we want to do it again, same time. Oh well. We don't want a hurricane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like now we have to start yeah. thinking about like different natural disasters yeah. and shit because it's, yeah. It's yeah. like, so you know, Vermont and Portland, the worst you're going to get it well, I mean, you could get fires in Portland and of, stuff yeah. or but like, yeah, it would <laughs> can we have yeah. a hardcore hard mode hard mode, hard mode campograph? campograph. You know, yeah, that was that was something interesting the first year that we was, didn't do. was medium mode. <laughs> this that's something we didn't do this year which was the people being able to bring tents, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I would I would love to bring that back because I think a lot of people had yeah. a good time with the tents and stuff like that, but we would need to find yeah. a place that, you know, was good and stuff. <laughs> no shuttles, national park, no cabins, no showers, no internet. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. All yeah, I mean, I, I think the momentum that this event has now, and I don't even want to call it an event, but like this gathering, yeah. if you will. Um, yeah. Yeah. It has my mind spinning, and I'm sure yours as well, of like how, like maybe we anchor every year with like an official Camp MoGraph, but we, it opens up doors for us to do other things. Like if we want to do a destination MoGraph where it's yep. some cool yeah. way out spot or yep. like a super remote camp, uh, you know, it, it, it has my gears turning of what other sure. events and, and gatherings we could do that might not be on such the big scale, but yeah. it, you know, maybe it's half the size or even smaller. Um, yeah. See, I'm, I'm interested, like the destination MoGraph, well, we, we joked about, uh, about that a lot, you know, after yeah. first camp, we did buy destination MoGraph.com just in case, <laughs> just um, in case, you know, <laughs> it just renewed yesterday, by the way. Um, <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be... See, everyone's saying New Zealand. You know, I've heard that a lot, yeah. you know? I want to do Iceland. Uh, you know, Iceland would be so cool, you know? Man, yeah. Uh, how well, how I mean, rad would that be? We were able to plan something in Oregon through a global pandemic. Let's just go complete international from now right. on, right? Right. Like, <laughs> I think Iceland would have to be destination mode graph. Yeah. See, I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think doing, like... And, and that brings something, like, interesting to the table, you know? Like... If we could do like an Australian one, one part of the year during their summer, and then we could do, you know, a U.S. one during our summer or something like that, you could get two a year, and mm-hmm. then people can just travel wherever they want. You know? <laughs> Rev says MoGraph Burning Man. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Depending on who we invite, it could yeah, go right? that direction. <laughs> Thomas says start a commune. You know, we could just buy a property and get good internet, and then everybody could just come live there. That's not a bad idea. I, I've looked at it, honestly. There you go. <laughs> let's It'd do cool. it. Let's let's get out of society. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Where we start our own cult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of people have asked, and, and we don't have an answer for this yet, but a lot of people are asking, you know, about future sales. Is there going to be an alumni sale like before and all of that? And it's a tough call to it make is, yeah. because you want that tradition and you want previous people who – are passing down the tra- the traditions and the lore, especially ones and who the have been with us for two years and stuff like that. Right, you know, took a gamble and, on us yeah. the first year and came back for the second year. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've got something. We've got something in mind. So, because you want new people to be able to come experience it as well, and you want the traditions to be passed on to those people, so that it's a hard balance. So, yeah. We'll figure that out, too. So We have something check, up our sleeves. Check so we'll, your emails. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Make sure and read your emails. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready to do the drop? Yeah, let me open do up it. my stuff. All right. I'm going to start it. Let's go to the drop. The drop. Drop, drop. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. What's up? And welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm Matt Milstead. Joining me, as always, is Dave Koss. Also joining us this week, Mark Sonosa. Uh, let's get into our list of stuff going on. Uh, Nifty do is doing a good job of keeping their uh, their amount of people uh, down. I'm really liking what Nifty's doing lately. Um, 
uh, and we'll get back. We'll get into certain things. So I've noticed. I notice trends, you know, in the NFT space a lot. You know, mm-hmm. like someone will start doing this, and then everyone else will jump on the train. Like the big trend. There's two big trends going on. One, collectibles, which we'll get into in a little bit, and two burning you know your nfts and stuff like that i think like burning mm-hmm. nfts are like the big thing right now you know so um and i think there's a few drops this week where you're burning nfts you know and uh on nifty gateway scarcity um, scarcity absolutely yeah. you know and that's good you know i think that's great you know there's a big there was a big rush of people to get into the nft space back in march you know, boat <laughs> mocha. Um, uh, but uh, uh, yeah. So you know, I think uh, I think the burning stuff is uh, is pretty cool. So uh, first up today, we've got uh, uh, Bill Ellis. Uh, Bill Ellis is doing a drop on um, Nifty, and I think this is a burning one. Uh, it's, uh, I September twentieth. Burn so some of pretty. your items for more items or something. Uh, another beginning mm. in one chapter. So yeah. nice. I, so I love Bill All the skulls. Yeah, his stuff is so dope. cool. Super, yeah. super cool. What was up so. with the shot of the alcohol there? Like, what's, I don't what's know. going on there? I have no idea. Is, this, is it like a, it's like a mock whiskey ad or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. You know, I bet, I, I bet they have, since it's going on today, you know, you could probably look on Nifty Gateway. Gosh, that's so clean. Mm-hmm. Collectors uh, so, only. So pretty. Oh yeah. So God, you know so that's good. also another thing that they're doing is the collectors only drops. So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I know uh, Brilly did one last week, and I'm sad that I, I we didn't get to uh, uh, shill it on the show or whatever. Oh yeah. But like yeah, um, uh, it was a it was a collector only drop. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What else you got? Okay. Um, yeah. So that's Bill Ellis. That's gonna going on tonight. Um, uh, next up tomorrow, Exulo, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, these ones are beautiful. I love these ones. This is just an example of some of the art. Um, I don't know much about Exulo, but this is uh, these are a couple of the pieces that are going to be dropped tomorrow on Nifty Gateway. Super cool. Um, and then uh, nine twenty two, uh, Miss Al Simpson is doing a drop. Uh, this is Crypto Babes. Um, I, I I don't know I don't know anything about Miss Al Simpson, so uh, uh, I, I don't I I is I this music like, yeah. related? I don't think so. Or no, I I think digital this, graffiti. Okay. Digital, digital graffiti, graffiti. Yeah, I don't know. So interesting. Interested to see that. I guess. Um, uh, nine twenty three. There's two drops that night. First or first uh, uh, that evening. Uh, first one is Andrea Bonacito, I believe is how you pronounce. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure what is what what is it, what it's about, you know, because oh, some of the no previews preview. and stuff like that they don't really show. It's just yeah, okay. Well, some there's the, a couple there. Yeah, there you go. So uh, some of these uh, little like uh, very colorful pieces, stuff like that, look pretty cool. Uh, next one uh, for that same day on the 23rd is Perry Cooper. Perry Cooper. I Ooh, I really like cool Perry looking. Cooper's work. You know, super, like you know, super mography and stuff like that. You know, a bunch of I love these the textures, little, right? I love the textures. I think they're very cool. So there's yeah, a whole really bunch cool. of uh, uh, of different pieces. I don't know if you Plenty can go to uh, Perry Cooper's uh, Twitter, just the the Twitter 
yeah, click on it. In general? You can see, yeah, yeah those mm. are the same types of pieces and stuff. Really yeah. cool stuff. I really like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then uh, 924, September 24th, A Lot of Money is doing a drop. A Lot of Money. A Lot of Money. And uh, it's a collector's only drop. Uh, it's uh, got some eyeballs and stuff. It doesn't show mm. much, but uh, so uh, I don't know. Could be Looks could like be a cool. teaser. Right. So are a lot a of teaser. the four collector only drops ones where like you have to burn to get one? No. So for collectors only, um, four collectors only are ones where uh, if you have if you have one of their previous you know works, mm-hmm. only those people who have those pr- previous works can actually bid on their stuff. Right. Which is cool. You know, like and it's uh, for those ones that are like you know drawings and stuff like that. Uh, I was able to pick up one of. Blake Catherine's because Hmm. it was four collectors only and I had three of her pieces so Mm -hmm. I was able to you know enter the drawing three times which was really cool ended up winning her one of her pieces for only 300 bucks and I think the floor right now is like almost 4,000 for that one which is pretty sweet yeah um, so that's it for uh, Nifty Gateway. Uh, next up, we got Maker's Place. We got three really cool artists dropping this week. Um, and it, it's it's interesting. So the first one is a collab between uh, Boss Logic and Shakira, you know, which is pretty rad. Oh, do I know? have the... Is, that, is this right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's, that's right. right. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, you know, oh, these, yeah, these okay. ethereal girl, female fantasy, you know, uh, 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 women uh, uh, NFTs are, are, are pretty popular in the space right now. Yeah. You know, um, I know uh, uh, Chelsea Ariev has been doing a bunch of these and they look really good and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot in that space, you know, mm-hmm. uh, very that same style. And I, I thought it looked really good. Uh, next up, you got Hakatu. Um, Hackatoo's been around for uh, since the space started and uh, has done a bunch of stuff on uh, Nifty as well. Uh, so, you know, really well-known artists within the industry. Uh, last up, I'm super excited about this one. As stupid as it is, T-Pain is doing a uh, <laughs> drop on Maker's Place. And, like, you know, you hear T-Pain and, like, you're like, okay, that's fine. I, I want to know what studio he worked with because this, yeah, these this ones are pretty. freaking rad. Yeah. so good like it, it is. looks like more than just like a right it doesn't like look like it doesn't look like soulless a, NFT. just a oh <laughs> le, yeah a soulless nft there you go like yeah. this is sweet this is yeah, super look at sweet that. and i think God, look at that skull i think like that that part right there oh so cool i think yeah. this has something to do with dropping like an album as well um, mm-hmm. If you read the description, it talks about you know dropping a, 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 a new released album or something like that, which is pretty cool. I think that's really cool. I I love T Pain. You know, I started following him on uh, on TikTok, and I his his <laughs> podcast is very funny. You know, oh, I, need to I check really that out. really that's like T Pain. You know, yeah. he's a he's a, a very f- and super talented dude. So you should, yeah. uh, yeah. there's a, a documentary. I think it's either on Netflix or on Apple TV. It, it's a music documentary, uh, docu series. And there's one part on auto tune and they interview T pain. Right. Hmm. Uh-huh. And like how, how he like started this thing and how the backlash of auto tune to him hmm. and how all these artists are like, you're ruining music. And, like all this stuff, right. it's just how uh-huh. he had to process it and like the mental health stuff he went through. Sure. It's actually very interesting. It gave That's me a funny. whole new respect for T Pain. Which is hilarious to me because 
T-Pain is an incredibly talented singer. Like, he won uh, the the Masked Singer the first year or whatever, first or oh, second year. Oh, I didn't year. even know that. Yeah, That's funny. He was the winner, you know? And it's like, he he is a very, very talented singer. He doesn't need to use auto-tune, but... That's funny. He does, you know? Yeah, That's yeah. Funny. He was saying he used it just to get like this effect, yeah. essentially. And then the it effect. just took yeah, off cool. and he was just yeah. known as the auto-tune guy. Yeah, Sarah and Cher <laughs> yeah, did it first. Cher she did, did it first. totally, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cher is the one I remember. Uh, uh, I want to say uh, Kid Rock also did an auto tune one oh, as God. well for mm. one of his first albums or something. I remember hearing that back in high school. <laughs> <laughs> we got um, some community drops too, and I, yeah, well, I wanted to mention. Go ahead, but before we go, before we go into that, um, I, I did notice going through TikTok that uh, Lil Nas X. Was promoting I, his I, uh, new album. Yeah, I, I really like Lil Nas X. Yeah, you know? I do too. I, I, you I know he's sure, pregnant. I Did he have sure his baby yet? At first, but like I I, I, <laughs> I I dig him. I dig him. Did he have yeah. his baby? I don't know if he had his baby. Remember yet. he he's been know, posting on TikTok with yeah. the, the pregnant stomach. Yeah, yeah. I want to know. He was pregnant um, by the devil, right? Or I, I, uh, is I that is that how I don't it know. happened? He said he let the devil smash once, and then you know that's true. I saw that one. Yeah, and um, but I I noticed he was talking about it, and he was holding the album, and I'm pretty sure it was stuff that Blake did. Absolutely, yeah, it was unmistakable. Blake. It was Blake. Yeah, totally. Like that. Yeah. That's so rad. Like I know they had collaborated on some stuff. Like uh, uh, he had hired her to do some stuff for him for like you know, concert visuals and stuff like that. The first time I met Blake, I told her about how much I, I liked those visuals and stuff. And I, I fell in love with her style, uh, uh, seeing that first initial thing. And then like, I mean, she has blown up since, you know? Yeah. And you can, you, you can just tell her style. And as soon as we saw those, oh, we're yeah. like, oh yeah, that's Blake. Oh, that's that's, well, and that's what like. was cool too about Camp Mograph this year was that all these NFT like kind of superstars that have spawned mm-hmm. out of the motion graphics industry, like everyone was already like had a ticket and stuff. And so like all of a yep. sudden we're all hanging out Yep. and I'm looking around I'm like, wow, what is the net worth of all the campers right now? Right. <laughs> like, it's pretty Even wild. without Winkleman. Yeah. yeah. Without <laughs> Winkleman. Yeah. yeah. But it's just yeah. great to see motion designers like getting other ways. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I also wanted to talk about Ryan Talbot's piece. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I mean, look at this. I saw Beautiful. this and I was like, "Oh my god, that looks so good!" And I was, uh, you know, flipping through Instagram. I think I sent it to our Halo group. Yeah, and I was like, "Y'all, this is insane." Check Sold this out. Sold it for and almost one hundred and twenty thousand yeah. dollars. That's insane. Thirty ETH. That's so cool. The awesome. next day, thirty freaking ETH. Well, it, so you know what was cool good. about Ryan at because he was at Camp Mograph this year. Mm-hmm. He was the you know he was the first artist when we were going around introducing each other or ourselves in in uh classes he was the mm-hmm. first one to say yeah i make nfts right oh what do you like what do you do oh i make nfts yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like oh okay that's first time i've heard that and probably yeah uh, yeah far instead from of the saying last. i'm a motion designer or whatever it's i make yeah. nfts that's cool that's yeah, cool it was very yeah. cool yeah um there we we got an email from somebody yes um, I don't know if you want to read that or do you yeah, have that I can in read front it. of you? Yep. Okay. Uh, hello. I hope you're Another having a good community. week. I've been watching, listening to your MoGraph podcast for a while now. And I've been loving the implementation, implementation of the drop. Thank you. 
Uh, I'm not too sure how you decide what is featured in the drop. However, I've seen you mention uh, to email if we'd like to drop to be featured. So here I am. Would love to be considered for this. Most recent piece will be released 13th of December at 5 p.m. Uh, unknown origin. I've attached a JPEG version of the piece to this email. For free. Feel free to check it out. Link to the piece is here. You got that, Dave? I sure do. Uh, Carla, is it Carla Bately? Uh, 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 I hope I'm saying that right. Or Batley. Batley. Ba- yeah. Batley. Yeah. Uh, sharing all the promos for the drop. Uh, at, Twitter is at Carla underscore Batley. Um, where uh, she'll be sharing all the uh, promo about the drop. Um, and it has not sold yet, right? Uh, no, December, yes. right? Isn't that no yeah. uh, September, September thirteenth. Oh, September. but we are out. Okay. You know, we haven't had a, a show in a couple yeah. weeks. So, a little about the whole project in January. I started a new series of tiny hotels as NFTs. This has been and will continue to be continue cool. a continued project for me. I'm recently feeling that this is my main long term project to show my growing skills and style as an artist. Each tiny hotel created. I'll take inspiration from different themes, styles, or concepts. Thank you. Loving the podcast. And I hope you have a great time at Camp MoGraph. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Carla, awesome. for, the, uh, for the, the email. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll link to that to in the show notes as well. And this brings up an yeah. interesting uh, uh, topic. You know, she was talking about doing um, a series of, you know, pieces and stuff like that. And this kind of goes into a lot of the uh, things that uh, people have been doing lately, which are these collectibles, you know. And we talked about uh, we talked about the visitors um, Mm -hmm. uh, a few weeks ago, which the visitors, I believe, are still doing quite well. Yeah, I think the floor is Um, the floor is. Oh, it's at point oh eight, which is good. That's almost like twice what we paid for it, which is cool, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, so it's like these little collector collectibles, like you know, uh, CryptoPunks or uh, the the Board Apes Yacht Club or whatever. All, yeah. all these things are becoming big, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Liron, Liron, Lirona. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she yeah, did. Lirona. A whole set of these before yeah. these got really big. Called they were like called boys, B O I S, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she sold all of hers on uh, Rarible, uh, you know, of all places. And she was one of the top artists for weeks because of this. You mm. know, uh, she got into it really early, and so uh, uh, it's really cool seeing a lot of of artists come out and uh, start doing this and it's it's really cool uh one in particular that's coming out soon uh Alec- alexi uh but I, I i can never ace five ace five yeah ace five studios yeah. you know alexi um is uh working on this one called bone world dot cooking up something pretty cool um, yeah which is pretty cool uh i really like these i like that they're adding the the 3dness into it uh which is really really cool so I'm I'm not 100% sure when these are supposed to be dropping but the metaverse uh, everyone, version of you. Yeah, everyone has been doing all these collectibles have been like 10,000 versions yeah. of these collectibles which is, you know, is cool. So um it, it not like one so kind of jumping off Alex, Alexi's uh pr- uh project here. I'm like super into the collectibles that either have a 3D asset or or mm-hmm. something where Obviously, you're you're buying the IP, you're yeah. buying commu- commercial rights and stuff. But a lot of these uh, projects too are in, 
including a 3D file, like a 3D That's OBJ cool. or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's there's one that I've been um, buying up called Super Yeti, and they're these cool little right, Yeti right, characters. Right, right. Yeah. And you can get the models of them. And what I'm starting to think about is how, like, say if we all own these different collectibles and okay, we have the, the IP and we have the... Uh, we have the model like essentially we could start making say like a cartoon or a show Absolutely. and we're all using our ips yeah uh you yeah. know i yeah i mean i think there's that, so much to explore in this and like cool. it, it's you know the other kind of profile picture the pfp type stuff is great um but i really enjoy the ones that you actually get like something that's usable and you can start essentially making that maybe into like a, a character for your business or uh yeah Whatever it yeah. may be, so yeah, that's, I love that's I love really that idea. Like you know, everybody's say, IP comes you're together. You're like, oh, into a okay, show. I want to, uh, I want to create, you know, I want to create a show about Yetis. So I'm going to buy so, I mean, a whole bunch of these, you know, super totally. Yetis, and then I'm going to create a show based off of it. I mean, think yeah. about like you essentially could make something like a South Park, right? And everyone yeah. has their own character, and you mm-hmm. you're writing your own whatever it may be. I mean, this is obviously way down the road, but like. You want them to flourish because then, you know, more merch. Pretty big. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's That's super cool. That would be really fun. So, yeah, Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, I, I, I I like that idea on the collectibles, you know, because, you know, just, just doing the collectibles, like the visitors, for example, they, uh, I don't know, like it was, it was interesting when that was all going down because it, it was almost like. All, all the MoGraphers on the Slack, you know, got into it and we were all just like buying them just to just to show off, you know, that we bought yeah. them in Slack. It's like, ah, we yeah. spent well, some money it, too. To be honest, you know? I, I think that project holds a little bit of weight outside of that too. It's, it's because it was, I, I believe it was the first like 10,000 PFP project on Polygon, on Mavic. Oh, was it? Yeah. Mm. So like, if there's any sort of provenance or anything like that i mean that that's why i'm holding on to mine who knows right um and then uh, uh, well with this one you know you can you can take your your you can take like two of them and then recycle them into a completely new one they're they're eventually going to get to that you know which is neat so i like these little additions that they're adding to it well and and being part of the MoGraph podcast here and, and the drop being a section of that, I think, you know, it would behoove all of us animators to look into these different projects outside of just collecting and as a as a um as a collector and actually trying to work with some of these projects because I've talked to the super yeti people and they don't have anyone animating the yetis and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, like yeah. I can do yeah. that, you know, or I think there's so much room for a motion graphics artist to essentially partner and work with these companies to allow them, uh, afford them uh, better marketing material and, and all that. But it also, it's a whole other avenue for us to get into NFTs other than selling our own yeah. art. You know, it's still it could and, be cool. And also, oh, that, that, you that can brings revenue up an share, idea because you know. it's like, what if you buy these NFTs, right? The, the super yetis, you do an animation with them and then you sell that animation as an NFT. Exactly. But it's like you own the rights to that immediately. But yeah. what happens if you ever sell that Super Yeti? You know? Yeah. Do you I, lose I, the right to, I, to be I, able to sell IP? that as an NFT or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's interesting. Yeah. 
I mean, but there's just so much, right? All the deri- derivatives that you can do and animation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's just getting scratched the surface right now. And I, I think there's a lot of things to explore yeah. as artists and yeah. as ways that we can almost partner with these other projects because they're on yeah. the dev side and the design side. We can bring in animation and all of a sudden step up their marketing and all that. And you've seen some of it, uh, like that Mechaverse project. That's oh, Mechaverse been, looks so cool. That I mean, that's coming that from like Poshy Graphics like people, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is behind too. It. And you can tell. I mean, yeah. they're sick and they animate really yeah. nice and have different things to them. So. Um, I think there's a lot of room for us to to help out and get even more involved with these projects other than just being a collector. Totally. Yeah, and like Jen asks in, in the chat, would the animators get a cut of the profit? I think that's what's great is you could do smart contracts and things that all tie mm-hmm. into all of this. There's so, so, that so it's much. A guarantee. I know, mean, think about it. Like if, if you were in the right place at the right time and you're like, hey, uh, let me animate those two apes for you. Yeah. Yeah. In return, I just want two apes. And, yeah. and like maybe right. that started out as yeah. like a thousand bucks and you're like, well, cool. It's fun for a little weekend project. And now you're sitting on 200K or something, you know? Like, yeah, right. I think there's a lot of room for collaboration, for work and, and to to kind of interject our skills into this space uh, more than just art. Yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, Paul has a, a drop as well. Yes. Paul um, Robinson. Paul Robinson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Paul Babb. I was like, no. I love him. No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> Someday, that would be fun. Yeah, Paul Robinson. This is on uh, this is on Twitter here. This one is... Uh, it doesn't have a... Mm. It doesn't have a, uh, a mm. name yet. He's it just says, get ready. bot character. 92521. Oh. So just... Keep that in mind. Put a link for that in the show notes as nice. well. So I mean, you look at yeah. all these promos that like people that we know of from the motion graphics community are making, right? And then you mm-hmm. see some yeah. other promos for some of these big projects and it's just a JPEG, <laughs> right? Like, yep. that's right. what I'm saying. Like, there's so yep, much, right. like, stuff that we could bring to these projects to help elevate it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. look who oh. it is. Oh. Hey there. Hello, Dorpy. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I'm back from camp. Back from Camp MoGraph. I'm mm-hmm. feeling inspired. Doggy paddled in the water a little bit, and I ate some chili dogs. So yeah, roughing it uh, out guys, there, huh? Yeah, those yeah, chili it was dogs fun. were delicious. They were good. Uh, you guys told me it would be fun there, and you were uh, you were right. You were um, spot on. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see all the squirrels running around there too? I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was great. They were delicious. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, I gotta go. I got some spooky renders I gotta start working on for Halloween. Oh. It's just around the corner. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna go get myself a pumpkin spice latte. Oh. Ooh, nice. Okay, yeah. bye. <laughs> the number of times you and I, over the past few weeks, have gone, okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so good. Uh Anything else for the drop? Are we done with the drop? I think we're done with the drop. Let's get back into the the actual show. If y'all have any uh, any uh, NFTs that you're dropping for the week, make sure to email us info at mograph.com and we will show them on the show. Totally. All right, let's get out of here. The drop. Drop, drop. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. All right.
Mark, thanks for coming on the show hey, uh, and uh, talking camp with us. I, 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 man, I feel like we barely even scratched the surface of camp. You know? know, there's so much more. Like it was, it was so, so much fun, and I, I am, I am, I'm excited to see what we can do with it next year. I was telling people at camp, I said, you know. Uh, I, I think this year was so successful. One, I mean, we, we had a good camp the first year. And everyone, despite its downfalls of, like, being really cold, you know, and, yeah. you know, power popping occasionally or whatever, everyone went away from it being, like, super pumped about camp, you know? Especially Ryan Summers. He was, like, our biggest cheerleader for camp. Mm-hmm. And I was so sad that he didn't get to come this year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we I, will be catching up with him next Monday, though, anyway. He, he oh, is going to come on the show. Okay, so. rock on. Rock yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, I was telling people, I said, I don't know. Like, I hope that year two was not just a fluke because everyone was ready to get out of their house. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Uh, but we'll find out at year three, and I th- I, I yeah. really hope I think everyone everyone who I've talked to has been has had such positive experiences about camp. I I have a feeling I have a feeling this will be a pretty good event going forward. You know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Well. Oh. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like uh, there's. It was nice having a, a, a fresh group of people there this year too. It was always it's always great having some alumni there to mm-hmm. kind of share in the vibe and help the vibe continue. Um, and as much as we are kind of off the radar and disconnected, you know, it's sometimes it's a little weird to be like regramming things when yeah. we are connected and whatnot. Yeah. But you know, after year one and kind of having everyone it seemed like betting against us, like just to see yeah. all the reactions and all <laughs> yeah. the posts and the FOMO happening. It was like, okay, I think we're really onto something now. And especially mm-hmm. after the last year, you know, this was really the best event that could have happened as the first kind of, yeah. you know, kickoff. Well, I, I was going to say kickoff to event season, but yeah, I guess that's not really <laughs> happening. It's, it's but, really yeah. funny because like for some people, it was their last event before covid yeah. and their first event i guess during covid yeah. you know yeah and who knows like i i sure hope it's not but i hope it's not the, only the event next for a event while. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah and yeah. you know like you said earlier dash bash is this weekend so mm-hmm. um you know big big ups to them good yeah. luck this weekend and we know I'm, how hard it is they're to gonna plan an event they're gonna keep yeah. everyone safe mm-hmm. and They've updated yeah. their their protocols for COVID and all that. And, Which is good, yeah. You know, it's all about getting together and keeping people safe and making sure that environment is some an environment that everyone can feel safe in. And then that just kind of helps, like, melt away any sort of... Um, Absolutely. You know, anxiety yeah. around it all. So. Absolutely. We yeah, should recommend to sure. them about the, uh, the wristbands. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked really well. Um, also, uh, there was something else I was going to mention. Oh, we, something we did not even get to this week was, uh, talking about R25, which yeah. <laughs> I haven't even had a chance to even look at it yet because like we've just been recovering from camp and I have downloaded it. Yeah. It that's about a, as far as it looks as a bit I like Blender, so far. but it, I have downloaded yeah. it <laughs> pretty major yeah, and it's, release though. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of the things about it is is the new interface, and that's yeah. kind of like the big thing, yeah. you know, that everyone's talking about. And you know, you can go back and forth in it. You can very we don't easily. Have, yeah, yeah, you can go back to the old one. I think it's good to learn the new. 
I, as well. There's but. one, the biggest thing that I, I love just looking at the new interface is the tabs. Like being yeah. able to easily tabs. hop between projects and stuff like that. That is totally rad to me instead of just yeah. being, having to do window, whatever, you know, at, that one's cool. And there's well, so much more with scene nodes and capsules, mm-hmm. all of that stuff that I haven't even begun to, to look I know. at. You know. it, it, totally. It, it sounds amazing, and I have yeah. yet to dig into it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But if you're confused well, with like the new icons and stuff, like uh, if you need some help, I think Jeremy Cox has a uh, icon pack that if you want to <laughs> grab, I think that might make it easier for anyone who's having trouble. <laughs> if, if you don't get the joke, go look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that will make it much easier. Much easier. Uh, yeah, funny. but but we'll talk about that over the next couple of weeks. So we we might touch on it next week uh, when Ryan's on. But I think you know it, the the show after that. Um, that one is our show three hundred, which I still have Ooh. no idea what in the world we're we're going to be doing with that exactly. That's all right, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but you know we we'll, should do another we'll, call in show. Yeah, we'll we'll think oh of God. something. Here's here's the oh artwork God. Jeremy made. My this hair one. looks so good there. Like <laughs> I know, I, right? Like I Perfect. that's what I actually look like with long hair. I may have to uh I may have to grow it back out. Yeah, that's what my body Jesus looks like too. Just kind of hanging exactly. out in back there. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll we'll think of something. You know, we always goof around on these shows a lot. I think it's going to I think maybe we'll we'll actually get into some actual, you know, real conversation about the industry and what's happened since mm-hmm. 300 episodes ago and and all of that. I think it'll be fun. We'll we'll talk about the the evolution of Cinema 4D and EJ knows a lot more about R25, yeah. so that'd be our time to talk about mm-hmm. it yeah. here in a couple of weeks. So, that'll give us some time to to actually open it up and play with it before then so we can ask questions. So, yep. Uh, Mark, if people want to find you on the interwebs, where can they find you at? Uh, profanity.tv or on Instagram on profanity.creative, I think. Same with, I think, on Twitter. <laughs> I <I'm> think. <laughs> profanity3D. Yeah. That's my just like Google studio uh, gram. And then I'm just at mark.cernosia uh, on the personal page. So. Um. Yeah, would love to connect with anyone. Talk more about camp. Uh, yeah, anything sure. you know. Um, and I'll throw this out there too because we've talked about it and not really sure how to integrate it. But again, with the whole NFT scene and all that, like I feel like we would kind of be dumb and oblivious not to start <laughs> exploring how to integrate some sort of NFT with camp and whether that's like airdropping yep. artwork to campers or yeah. Whatever it is, I mean, I think it would really do us justice to start thinking about that and whether it's tickets or whatever. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's the uh, main. You make 130 collectible Camp MoGraph NFTs, you know, that everyone gets each year. Exactly. It's like a concert poster. You can only get it if you're there. And then if you collect all 130, (laughs) then you get like a golden ticket. You well, know, then you after then you get to years of coming have to a camp. Christie's auction, and right? Then you get to have a Christie's <laughs> yeah. auction. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's awesome. So, cool. thank you everyone for coming. We couldn't have done it without absolutely. you because yeah, we would have been sitting yeah. in the woods like, by ourselves. So, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review, and your podcatcher of choice helps get our ratings up. You can also subscribe to our newsletter, which goes out approximately every month. I think we're doing one this week or next. 
we'll we'll put the video in there from camp and mm-hmm. some other things. Um, we've got we got a few fun things coming up here with the fall, and um, I'm just trying to keep that schedule going. Uh, just not sure exactly when this baby's coming, so <laughs> we'll just keep at it for now. Yeah, we thought it was uh, going to come last week. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, in the middle of the live stream. In the middle of the, in the live middle of the live stream, we had to leave. <laughs> Dave, and Matt had to so come I, here and finish. I, I went over to Dave's house, and he's like, all right, let me show you, you know, the software, let you run through the first couple people, and so on and so on. You know, I, I've used OBS and, you know, a little bit of XSplit, but I didn't know how his whole setup was going. So I get over there, I'm running stuff, it's fine, you know. And I was like, okay, I get this, I'm going to go home. So I left, I get almost all the way home, and he goes, uh, dude, we got to go to the hospital. You need to yeah. come back. <laughs> I was like, all <laughs> yeah. right, here I come. So... But it, it turned out that, like, the doctor really was making it sound like it was a bigger thing than the hospital mm-hmm. thought it was. We got there, and they're like, oh, no, you need to let the kid cook for three or four more weeks. Yeah, right. So, And if um, there's one thing yeah. to say about camp, too, if there was an MVP, it most definitely would be Julie. Who Julie, yep, 100%. Is, yeah. what, nine months pregnant, staying up till three in the morning, bartending, <laughs> yeah. yep. making sure people were taken care of, and... I she mean, insisted on coming too. Yep. The moment we found out we were pregnant, she's so. unbelievable. She's in her she's third like, trimester, still going to camp. and yeah. coming to camp. Yep, it's yeah. funny. Middle name Keyframe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, um, yeah, you, that's so, so great. So yeah. thank you, Julie, in a public yeah. forum. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You can say you've been there, done that. Got the T-shirt with a MoGraph logo tee. The Paul Bab Feel the Bab Twenty Twenty shirt. That's a classic. All the profits classic. from that go to Doctors Without Borders. The Render Things t-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee. That that render is fire shirt, which you are only allowed to wear, ironically. Unless, unless you're, you're shams. shams. And the MoGraph blandishment shirt, which, which I'm wearing right here. You can kind of see it a little bit. Uh, that one's no, on the, the site as well. We need so. to make a Camp MoGraph fire shirt and only make one to send to Shams. Right. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. Camp MoGraph was fire. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at TikTok. Make sure you hit us up on TikTok and uh, and let's follow each other. Let's see what's going on in the TikTok world of Cinema 4D. And uh, that is it. We're going to yes. get out of here. We appreciate everybody for, for watching and coming to hang out at camp. And until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Mark. Have a good one. Later, yo. Peace out. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame, frame what? 
MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous! Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.